welcome back to Our Walk in Christ. We have another daily walk today. And uh, today I actually wanted to spend some time talking about um, Christian conduct and influence, particularly in light of, uh, you know, I, I am involved in a lot of different online things, so I kind of know what's going on in the online world around me. And I kind of wanted to address some of the, the circumstances around the Logan Paul issue and stuff like that. Um, because I, I did another video on my channel. I've actually done a couple videos on my channel about that kind of stuff. And the reason is, you know, not only do I do, you know, tech stuff on that other channel, Christian stuff on this channel, um, but uh, I also, uh, I'm also am involved in the YouTube community and in, you know, these other, you know, the other communities like it. And so I have to be aware of that type of stuff. And, uh, and this one's just a perfect example of, of course, some people are, are accusing me of doing the videos for clickbaitiness. And that's not the reality, particularly on this channel here, where I want to talk about Christian conduct and, and what is right and, and influence, because all of those are things that go into a, a sound life in the gospel. So if you're unfamiliar with that person, uh, he is considered one of the top influencers on the YouTube platform, and his top audience is young kids. We're talking like 14, 15-year-olds according to the demographics. Of course, we can't get super accurate uh, data under that because technically a person should not have a YouTube account until they're 13 according to the terms and conditions unless they're attached to a parent's account. Um, so we don't have data much younger than that. But a lot of young people, if you have young kids, ask them and I bet that they will know who Logan Paul is even if you don't. The problem is that the man is, seems to demonstrate characteristics of being a sociopath. Uh, he does a lot of things irregardless of uh, of what is right and of what is good for people so long as he gets the views and he gets the shock value. And um, why that is important, and of course some people would argue, well, doing another video raises more attention to it. Yeah, that's true. But the reality is, is that we also have to call out, the Christian community itself is supposed to call out what it sees as as not good conduct. And that's one of those things that, that I'm really trying to focus on here with that, is that that this is a person who has way more influence over your children than your pastor does, than your youth pastor does in many respects. Because we are in a culture that seeks after, our hearts seek after rebellion. And this is a very highly rebellious guy. And he does things, in fact, in an early interview in his life, this guy's only like, I don't know, 22 or 24, he's early 20s. Um, and he said, he is on record as saying, I want to be the most influential media person there is, and I will do anything to get it. And the types of anythings um, faked um, his own murder as a, as a publicity stunt at one, on one video. He took selfies and used all that. Um, in a suicide of a potential suicide victim, although some people say it's that's possibly a hoax. Um, regardless, um, we're going to leave it at that. Um, just engaging in very poor conduct. A lot of his conduct is of dangerous or sexual matters. And this is a guy who is influencing many, many, many young people in our world. And so I wanted to call that out and tell you what the scripture actually has to say. The scripture tells us to do not be conformed any longer to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you will know what the good and the perfect and the pleasing will of God is. And that's from uh, Romans 12, 1 and 2. And the reality is, is that we should 
conform, transform ourselves rather than conforming to the world, transform ourselves. And this talks specifically about learning what the scriptures have to say and applying that in our life. Now there's other verses like Ephesians. Ephesians is one of my, my favorite letters from Paul. And in the book of Ephesians, starting on chapter four, he starts getting into the practical, how are we supposed to be living? And he starts in that section as walk no longer as the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind. Um, and he basically is talking about how we as, uh, uh, as people, before we were saved, we were godless. Uh, and that's a reality. We are godless people by nature. And we have to recognize that in our own lives. And then he calls us to do not walk in that pattern of this world any longer. And that is the reality I want to talk about, that that how do we move from our natural state that seeks rebellion, seeks these crazy antics, seeks pride, seeks all these things? How do we move from there into the life that Christ would have us live? And that is a principle called sanctification. That's what my first book, uh, Testing and Temptations, is actually all about. Um, but in short, you need to do it by exercising these means of grace. And I'm not going to rattle all of those off at, at the top, um, mostly because I'd need a list for that. But in short, you want to start by knowing what the scriptures have to say. Now, actually, the first place to start is, are you saved? Um, if you are saved, if you believe in God and you are caught up in that conflict of you know you what you need to do and what you want to do, um, but you just struggle with not always being able to do that, that's good evidence that you're saved. Because if you're not saved, you don't care if you sin or not. And so that's a good thing to think about. Um, so in that, in terms of that, and in respect to that, um, the next thing is you need to spend some time in prayer and in Bible study. Bible study gives us the mind, or excuse me, yeah, Bible study gives us the, the mind of God. We understand what God would teach us, what he would say to us. Prayer gives us the link into that heart of God so that we can learn from the Holy Spirit what we should be doing. And these are kind of those, those balance points that what we need to do is get out there and uh, take that time. And, and this is why I was talking to a friend last night and, and saying, you know, the, the reason I don't tell people, if you, if you follow this channel and, and you're teetering with Christianity and you want to pray a prayer of salvation, God bless you. A lot of people are going to say, now that you've done that, go find a good church. I don't do that first. And the reason is it's so hard to find a good and biblical church these days. They exist. You need to find them. And they're probably the small churches in your town well more often than your big churches in your town. Because the big churches in your town are usually more focused on pleasing people and not focused on pleasing God. And I've talked about that in enough other videos. I don't want to get into that any further. Um, but the first thing I recommend a person to do is... Um, start getting into the scriptures. Get a Bible, and you don't necessarily want to. I, I encourage everybody every year to read the Bible from cover to cover at least one time fast. Um, but in, in general, the first things you should do is start to learn the God, and you want to start to learn it by reading either the book of John or the book of Mark to learn about the life of Jesus. And then you want to read some of the, just flip through the New Testament and read some of those shorter epistles. Um, Ephesians is a great one to do. Galatians, um, you know, maybe first or second Timothy. James is probably my favorite, uh, the favorite of the old, uh, the New Testament books. 
learning all these things, if you come from a background like a Jewish background or a background that, that has a, a, a lot of old teachings from the Old Testament, read the book of Hebrews to understand the importance of New Testament and Old Testament thinking and all of that. Um, but that's the first thing I recommend someone to do is to start getting into solid Bible study and praying. And then start figuring out, look around for some smaller churches that are very biblically sound. Um, and find, if you can, find a, a mentor uh, in your area that you can meet with that, that you trust with, with good, solid Bible study. Again, this stuff is kind of harder to be coming across, but I want to address it that that's kind of the direction we want to be going in. Um, and uh, in general... In general, what we need to do is focus a whole lot more on Christ in our life. That is how we learn to walk no longer as the Gentiles walk in the futility of their mind. And that's what this, this YouTuber is. He has a very futile mind. He will do anything he can for views, anything he can to promote his brand and promote himself. And he doesn't provide any real good content outside of that. But it's the type of stuff that just kids gravitate toward. And he's teaching your kids about sex. He's teaching your kids about conduct. And the conduct this man has is inappropriate. It is, it is inappropriate for a non-Christian gentle society, let alone, you know, a Christian society. And so I wanted to go ahead and call that out and just say the best things you can do is spend some time in the Word, spend some time in prayer, and then find, see if you can find a good sound church. But the problem is you can't go into a church and ask them, is this a good biblically sound church? Because... Very few churches are going to go, no, we don't believe in the Bible. Almost all of them are going, oh, we put the Bible first. The question is, do they really? And that's the hard thing to figure out. And that's why studying the Bible and praying are going to be your best options to start. You eventually want to move into a group of fellowship with sound believers. But if you're a young Christian, a new Christian, you may not know what that looks like. And that's why I warn against, against going and finding a good church right away. Spend some time in the scriptures. Spend some time reading some good books. Learn about, uh, learn about who God is. Of course, I recommend, um, studying some great, there's some great online pastors. Some of my favorites are, um, R.C. Sprawl. Of course, he recently went home with the Lord, but his ministry is, is thriving at ligonier.org. Um, I like John MacArthur's ministry at, at uh, gty.org, grace to you. Um, Erwin Lutzer is fabulous. Uh, he's also retired. Uh, he's at uh, Moody, um, but you'll still find a lot of his resources up there. Um, John Piper's good. I've actually not studied John Piper a whole ton, but I know he's, he's very good. Um, Ravi Zacharias, if you're more of an intellectual guy. Studying these people in conjunction with the scripture will help you identify a good, solid biblical church. And by the way, some of these pastors greatly disagree on a lot of things. Uh, MacArthur and Sprawl, for example, they come from completely different ideas about what makes a good church. So it's not like I'm pushing you towards all millennialism or Presbyterianism or all this other stuff. What I want you to do is understand that the scripture first 
with prayer will help you understand how we as Christians should be conducting our lives, and that will help you figure out the best type of congregation to find in your area. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about as regards to Christian conduct. As a Christian, we should always have the most upstanding life. We should have an upstanding life. We should not be ripping people off. We should not be stealing from people. We should not be doing things just for just for the views or just for the, the attention. There's a word for that, and it's called pride, and it's not a good thing to have. So that's kind of what I want to talk about on this daily walk. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.